Hello, and welcome to the Amazon Women on the Moon segment by a segment podcast. I'm your host, Dil Kurji. This is episode 17, uh, and I'm joined by... My guest, as always. I didn't. I was half expecting to have to say my own name then and then almost blanked on what it was. So I'm glad you remembered it. I apologize. I think that was my slight pause. It was like an, <laughs> a little too long, kind of inventory. Uh, so this is uh, the third segment of Amazon on the Wim- Women on the Moon's um, actual interior movie uh, rather than sketches. Uh, it's roughly timestamp 5628 to 5905. Uh, and of course, we start with another placard from the cable company uh, saying, uh, We now return to our feature starring Greta Van Zant and Lyle Talbot. There will be no further interruptions. No further interruptions, which I really enjoyed that because in, I think it was uh, segment two, they're like, there will be no more, no interruptions. And that was no further interruptions as we got one. Yes. Um. What did you think of this segment? So I've got in my notes um, that this is the segment that feels to me like most like closest to an actual sci-fi film apart. Like, was it not, were it not for the inclusion of of Butch and Looney the monkey, Mm -hmm. uh, you could have shown me it and been like, oh yeah, this was, this was a weird like uh, 1950s film. And I'd have been like, why is it in color? But otherwise this checks out. Um, uh, it's Technicolor. They painted it afterwards. Um, is that how it works? I, I, it's a good thing one of us knows at things. At some point, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's the very sort of uh, the warehouse sets. I think mm. that really lends it like credence to the how they used to make things. Because they were just like, oh, we're on a studio lot. We've got a big room. Uh, we'll make some false walls yeah. with big ass doors. And then we'll grab some plants from the yeah. producer's office and uh, make a styrofoam chair. <laughs> This looks like the remains of some ancient culture. Completely. I love how obviously styrofoam it is as well. Um, no, it was great. Obviously, as as a, as a Brit, my main point of reference for these things yeah. is Doctor Who. You know, it opens onto the set and I'm like, ah, it's a Doctor Who set. Mine um, too. That's exactly what I thought. It's like, ah, oh, yes, of course, the Doctor is walking up. Um, I love the colour scheme. Yeah. Um, yes. And I love that there's lights and they're like, it's uh I can't, they're like uh the remains of an ancient civilization i'm like this is clearly very clean and but it's such a <laughs> standard line like what i really liked about this segment yeah. is it's just a barrage of standard sci-fi staple lines yes uh i felt that about the next section uh, segment as well but obviously we'll not we'll not discuss that um yeah, it hits it hits so many beats um, that I really made me chuckle. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, uh, although there was... So they look around the remains of civilization um, and then... Uh, but also we... Butch, Butch is like... Or sorry, Blackie's like... Steve, I said some things back there that I shouldn't have. Anyway, thanks for saving me from that dinosaur. Forget it. And that's like the only reference to the big lizard scene we closed the episode or segment two with. Uh, I just enjoy the yes. the. We'll give you a through line. <laughs> hey, audience, we know that there was a thing we skipped. That's just another part of the smart yeah. writing, I think. Um, but then Blackie, would you get a load of this joint? Puts his hand on the throne and says, "This throne is still warm." Oh, there's no worse than a warm throne. Oh, like. it just just the 
uh, it was just like, oh, well, that's that's gross. That's just gross. Yeah. Why would you do that movie? <laughs> just to remind you that this is part of the comedy and not the full straight man. Like this is that was like the most jokey yeah. joke, I think, of the of the segment. It was just like, this is gross. This fits in the greater movie, but it doesn't really make sense in terms of the 1955 movie or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I think there are some other bits slightly later on in the segment that are also very, like the sort of Butch's lines uh, that are also very, it's it's like he's been transport, transported from a 70s sitcom into a 50s sci-fi. Mm. Which I like. Yeah, um, I liked, uh, so I liked that the, the Butch is like, Oh, there's someone here. And then he's like, I forgot to... St-. And it's clearly, mm-hmm. I forgot to stay there. But they do the, like, cigarette burn and the film breaks. And it's just so we don't have to yeah. deal with any pa- any exposition or any, like, introductions or pauses. Again, where are you going? I forgot something back on the ship. What? I forgot to stay there. Like, usually these scenes in these show movies where you, like meet the enemy there's like long pauses and dialogue and there's a lot of where are you from mm-hmm. and it's like nah forget it we're gonna just do another placard <laughs> please stand by and now they're on trial and there's all these women holding spears we are experiencing technical difficulties please stand by we are experiencing tech oh and, and blackie yes dead. we find out that blackie's dead uh, I really like how they... Blackie got fed to the spiders. Yeah. So, yeah, this uh, this whole sequence. I love the wide shot with... I demand that you set us free, Queen Lara. We are on an official mission from the planet Earth. Ha! Planet Earth. Is that what you call that pitiful ball hanging in the sky? Women uh, in a line, but clearly, mm. like, it's... They're, they're clearly positioned for the shot because you can see yes. just the the like shoulder and side of each of them but if they were actually like in a row you would they would mask each other more they're like kind of they're kind of diagonal out just to fit the framing of the shot i really i thought it was very smart but also kind of those things they they used to do right like it doesn't make sense why would they stand not in a row um but yeah so we've got uh blackie who what was it uh you said it uh, he got he got fed to the spiders. He got eaten by giant spiders or something. Right, yeah. So he's... I intend to file a protest in the death of Blackie. He dared to enter the sacred temple and steal the precious moonstones. But feeding him to giant spiders without the benefit of counsel is not the way we do things in America. Well, actually, I said that, that there was one other thing I was going to say about this section, which is, like, it's very much the perils of me watching things that aren't subtitled. Like, I, I might have some of the dialogue wildly <laughs> wrong. There are, there are some bits where my brain has just filled in some syllables. So I think it was spiders. Yeah, it was, um, I think, giant spiders. Yeah, and, uh, mm. so... Bla- they're, they're, yeah, so they're standing there back there the women in the lines are facing them and obviously the queen is is in her throne we basically haven't moved mm-hmm. the camera we've just like <laughs> put people in again i love that detail of yeah then that would cost money like no no of course we're gonna do this really <laughs> cheaply now we're gonna come in we're we're filming this shot now and we've got um uh, and then it cuts to uh what was steve yeah uh, Steve going, yeah. I want to f- file a protest, which is such a weird yes. line. And I feel like it's, I think that's a sort of 
thing in old sci-fi of people talking more highfalutin than they normally would. Cause yeah, it kind of it gives that impression of like there is some galactic uh, committee. Yeah, and yeah, they have their own their own specialized terminology. Yeah. Uh, and then like we were on a mission for planet Earth, and she makes fun of its size. Uh, oh right, um, <laughs> and and Butch goes. Yeah, you wouldn't say that if you saw Jane Russell, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Silence, swine. Or you will suffer the same fate as your friend. Uh, Jane Russell being um, the ma- lead in General Buffer Blondes and um, uh... his kind of woman and Double Dynamite. Like, she's just an old school 50s, like, movie star, which was yep. a very good, clean yep. reference of the time. Um, yeah. But I just like the idea that he's, like, the, an actress... To all these amazingly looking, you know, these beautiful Amazon women, right? Like, you wouldn't say the earth is puny if you saw a woman or a baseball team. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, you, you poor sweet oh, child. Um, and then also... You wouldn't say that if you knew how, how well we could train a right? monkey. Um... Yeah, so we get that, and we also get that um, another piece of that ta- uh, the scene is um, Steve being like, uh, with the I forgot to mention this, but he's like, you fed but or Blackie to the giant spiders without counsel, not yes. without a trial, but without yeah. counsel, which means like he wanted Blackie to still die but have his lawyer present. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically. I mean, I think. I think we can all agree that uh, when Blackie was fed to the giant spiders, absolutely nothing of value was lost there. No, I... it's 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 you know it's right for the correct legal process to be followed, but in terms of outcome, I'm not mad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he went to steal the moonstones. Exactly. So... He went to steal the moonstones. He wanted to turn the moon into a yeah, billboard, which I, we established in previous. Segments. I mean, I think that I liked that he was the one, and he stole a thing because it keeps to his character, which they didn't need, right? Like it was mm. just nice little again, throw a line through line. Um, and then yeah, but I wanted to take a second and just acknowledge the, the like generic Amazon women um, uh, outfits, costume design. Oh, yeah. It's like they're just wearing these like almost velvet mini dresses with long sleeves and then they've just got a gold belt with a like x cross uh going across the front (laughs) so i don't know if i'm just looking it up actually because this was a thought i had when uh when i was watching it i don't know if it quite lines up tight like um not mary quant film uh i don't know if it quite lines up like historically uh in terms of the when this film was is supposed to have been made um but they reminded me a lot of mary quant dresses which were uh, like the original the original mini dresses uh they were uh, 60s mm. so it's a bit it's a little bit later i think than than the kind of b movie right you know the peak of the b movie era but they were notable for kind of they would all have the same design but just come in like a billion right. colors um and a uh, similar similar length obviously like incredibly mini 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 yeah. dresses um 
and absolutely iconic and i i kind of i looked at that and i was like ah mary quant but also like i don't know i mean i think one thing we've established over the course of these episodes is how little i know about anything i mean welcome um, to the club we're a good pair <laughs> but uh there's yeah there's this one advert that shows you know like eight different colors of the same dress and it kind of reminded me a bit of that boy i never thought i'd be so miserable surrounded by beautiful dames yeah i mean i i i also so i it definitely feels like with the like there's three colors i think maybe four or three colors and they just alternate them it definitely feels like costume designer went mm. to the you know the the 50s version <laughs> of american apparel and just like grabbed the racks and handed them out Except, of course, in this is, again is a really smart. Like this is how it used to be done: is you were higher up on the like the running order, or you had a bigger part, you got a better outfit because because it would be seen. Yeah. And so you've got um, the queen in her like bustier top with a coat with giant <laughs> shoulders and a weird sparkly belt. Um, and the same gold shoes that I think they all have. But then you've got, oh, what was her name? I've now Alpha, Alpha Beta, Beta, of course. Of course, Alpha Beta. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everything follows the same naming convention yep. in space. I mean, there's a, there's a universal language, and it's Greek and English. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and, but I love that Alpha Beta's outfit is just like, like, it's like she came from a different movie. Her hair is like much more it's... like is like braided, and everyone else has got pretty straight hair or short hair, and it's like kind of got some like m- some sort of styling gel or mousse in it. Like it just has more volume, and yes. she's just got this like crop top and mini skirt, white do with a bunch of gold dot sparkles on it, and some like intricate patterning on the front and like a collar, and it's like it doesn't mm-hmm. fit at all with the rest of it. <laughs> um, I, I got kind of 80s vibes. Yeah, especially I think with the way her hair is like her almost fringes in the front. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh, of course, because again, it's it feels very much like, well, we just bought whatever. You know, nowadays it'd be like I went to the thrift mm-hmm. store and got things. Um, I just really like that. Uh, oh, it's it's, a, it's not a miniskirt. It's just a stomach cut out. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, so then as everyone's laughing at the silly earthlings and stuff, Alpha Beta must come and inspect. She, I love how she walks past Steve to inspect Butch mm-hmm. because she's never seen a man before and is clearly staring at his crotch, <laughs> which is, that suit is very loose. Yeah, it's not exactly grey sweatpants. Mm, yeah, I mean, and it's just sort of like, what it, like, is it supposed to be like I get what it's supposed to be? I just love the like, it's another one of those like well we wrote the line but it doesn't fit logistically but we'll film the line. Yeah. Also we didn't think yeah. about where people were and so she's walking past a man <laughs> to a man to be like what's a man? Like why wouldn't you look at man one? Because of course she's the uh, love interest of Butch. Not the gags, Butch. We're in enough trouble. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes there's just that animal magnetism that comes with an actual um, animal, a baseball cap. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, oh, that's a much yeah. better joke. <laughs> um, the monkey. Ew. What's she looking at? She acts like she's never seen a man before. Yeah, the the monkey was a much more obvious candidate for the 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 phrase animal magnetism. I was I was going for the incredibly sexy baseball. I mean, cap. it is one of the sexiest um, pieces of hatwear ever to be uh, put on oh. film. 
She hasn't. Oh, that two-tone blue and green and the, the jaunty, the jaunty mm, brim. And like brim? the, I love how much of his hair fires out the back, which you can see in the one, well, I really liked the shot after, well, when the queen is explaining how men aren't around, like the, the they cut to behind <laughs> both the men and they're just sort of like, kind of like pillars on the left and right, but it's mm. shooting up because mm. it's the uh, camera's probably like between, I would say, shoulder blade and hip. Have you, Alpha Beta? No, my queen. What are men good for? Well, I'm pretty good in the backseat of a Studebaker. And it's shooting between the two men at the queen, and she's casting a lovely, like, silhouette. Like, she's she looks really tall. She's standing, so you see her legs outside of the coat, and she's just got her little frilly crown thing, and it's just... That's like a powerful stance. I was like, oh, that's a nice, decent shot for a fake yeah. B-movie. What am I doing with my yeah. life? <laughs> yeah like you know you look at you look at the amazon queen and you're like oh Theresa may wishes she right? could yeah <laughs> like um and then of oh. course uh she's never seen a man because twelve thousand gamma spans ago twelve thousand gamma spans ago gamma spans a moon unit of time roughly equivalent to your earth year anyway Men were cast off the moon. All men were banished from the lunar surface because they couldn't... Uh, roughly equivalent to your Earth years. I really enjoyed that as a, as a little... Uh, again, it's just, it's just hitting the beats. Yeah, but, but it? it's, it's hits the, beat. the beats in the most efficient way but possible. But like in actual sci-fi, they'd make a, make a big deal of a different number, right? It would be like, ah, oh, yes, mm. it's, it's equivalent to... 72 of your earth weeks or something like that right just just to be mm. like look what's different right and so i love how in writing this they're like well we have to make the stupid gobbledygook that doesn't make sense and we could we don't want to make it sense in which case of like what would a year be to the moon and it turns out it'd be a, a year <laughs> because it, well, <laughs> if we think of like revolving around the sun because it's spin around the earth at the same time but no it's it's just like twelve thousand years ago and we could have said that but we have to gobbledygook i, I really appreciated like that one-two punch of oh right stupid sci-fi bullshit units while we have alpha beta beside us um but also <laughs> we're not even going to bother with any sort of conversion don't do it. don't worry about maths it's fine <laughs> i think that's probably the tagline of this whole film yeah right. so maths d doesn't yeah. matter it's not the um yeah, and then I think this is probably one of the lines you liked from Butch, I'm guessing, right? Where Alphabet is like, well, what are men for? Good for? And he's like, I'm pretty good in the backseat of a Studebaker. <laughs> a Studebaker yeah. is a car, right? Yeah. I wasn't sure how to spell it. I know, I love that. I love that whole exchange. It's like, ah, the the two diplomatic greats battle it out in the marketplace of <laughs> ideas. Like, <laughs> um, you've got uh, the... Men are useless. And then, uh, what's this? Like? Steve comes in with like, "Where I'm from, no woman is complete without a man." It's like, wow, you really showed her, yeah. didn't you? Oh, I love that line because it's like, okay, even if that were true, <laughs> yeah, okay. But also, I love how he deli his delivery of that is really great. He's kind of like hunched and yes. like, he, he's just acting the shit out of it on such a small moment mm. because. He's not just angry. He's like hunched a bit while standing straight. Like he's, his shoulders are up, his hackles are up, and you're like, "Oh, you yeah. don't need to be this, like, intense <laughs> and this bullshit." 
didn't need to go that hard. Um, uh, yeah, and so, I mean, that's basically the end of the segment, really. Because um, it just cuts off to a place commercial here placard. It's not even a placard. It looks like it's a film strip rather than the, like, cable TV logo. Again, I really appreciate that yeah. cut. Uh, uh, I think I watched this as so a little little behind the scenes peek for the uh, for the listeners. I watched this as uh, the clip in the folder uh, rather than finding the section of the whole film. So it, it, for me, it just cut uh, off okay, where it cut enough, off. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that makes sense. I love the place commercial here. That's uh, so goofy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just. Uh... Yeah, it's just a solid little segment. Again, I think the highlights for me were, were was that setting, that that, yes. that like opening onto the Doctor Who, and then the, the like the off the rack, um, uh, outfits, and then the clearly not off the mm. rack outfits. They like, oh yeah, we paid someone to make a fancy jacket and a fancy dress. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, the outfits were just. I think I think it's it's the real kind of like. This is what Technicolor can do. Look how many colors we've got right here. Yeah, um, and I love, th- I love that. So I mean, I f- to be honest, like, I miss it. Like that's what the MCU needs. Yeah, is a parade of aliens <laughs> wearing three different, very bright colors. <laughs> and Spider Man only has two. Yeah, like Spider Man's just got red and blue. Get some yellow. Well, and like a there. and like a seafoam green floor somewhere, or I guess that was yeah. the throne. But yeah, the yeah, it's just a, a tight little segment. Uh, I mean, that's all I had on it. Did you have any other thoughts about? Uh, oh yeah, there was another. Uh, there was just one other thing of the phrase "not how we do things in America," which I think in like any other sci-fi would have been like "not how we do things on yeah. Earth." But I just love that. I don't, and I don't know. I think we talked about this a little bit in one of the earlier episodes about like. Um, jokes about US cent- that, that to me now reads like a joke about US oh, yeah. centrism, centricism rather. The um, the US centrism also a joke. Hey oh, <laughs> um, uh, edit that out. I don't know if we're allowed politics in here, but um, I don't know. I don't know if that was a more deliberate nod to it, where it's like, oh no, no, the US and Earth are the same I, I think- thing. I think it is, although now I can't remember. It, it's is it the president of the United States and who talks to them? Yeah, it's yes. not, not the president of Earth, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that's I think that is one of the running through lines because Hollywood made American centric sci fi movies as well. I think it's supposed to make that that point, uh, which is all the more funny when it's like talking about getting counsel or whatever in for a giant yes. spider execution. <laughs> like, yep, you're right. It's not how we do it when the giant spider executions doesn't, doesn't back, back, back in America. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's lethal injection, the electric chair, or giant spiders. You gotta have a lawyer yep, there. That's it. Like, um, but yeah, no, really, really like that segment. <laughs> Made me laugh out loud a few. Yeah, times. I, I really liked it as well. Though I think I still, uh, I mean. It's not like we have to have a favorite segment, but I, I think the I no. chuckled more at some of the detail work in the second section. And I think it's because this is like very short um Yeah chunk, right? Like uh we we basically get I mean, 
that's the whole point. We we stay in that same room and we have like all of two two three shots, mm-hmm. um, and one of the characters disappears, <laughs> and then we've got a b- bunch of non lines from the majority of the cast. Uh, yeah, but it was really fun. Uh, and again, just just hitting all those notes, but putting like the Studebaker joke and a couple others in. Really, really great. Yeah. Uh, it does feel like an exercise in just like how quickly, how how little time do you need to accurately kind of convey an entire sci-fi film? Yeah, exactly. And it's doing such a good job of it. And I think that's the key to like when they do the cutaways. Like for this one, it's like you need to show them having their inciting, oh, we've discovered this throne room. And you need to have some notion of, oh, they're not alone. And the gross mm. throne is warm joke is enough to establish that <laughs> I like yeah. and then the, and then you don't actually need to have much know. much of the conflict or kind of yeah. you need to, them to be stable so it's like oh there are we've met we found out moonstones i wanted moonstones you shouldn't have taken moonstones we killed you and now i'm angry about it but also we seem to be on okay terms and now we're trying to figure suss each other out cool well we'll do that suss each other out part on celluloid and the rest we can just chuck i also it's this has just occurred to me but i also wonder if the the giant spider execution happening off screen is also kind of a reference to doing stuff that would be technically difficult to film off screen Mm, yeah that makes sense um i don't know i don't know how legit that is but yeah i mean i i haven't seen enough from this era but that's definitely a thing that um smaller films do and older i mean obviously it was much harder to do you'd have to find a medium-sized spider and your macro lens (laughs) and then somehow a small doll of the person being oh yeah i guess for the spider to play like a tarantula and a minifig right yeah or maybe you could have like a shot of the tarantula shot of Blackie above the execution pit looking scared and then a shot maybe of Blackie falling into the pit. Oh and like a spray painted black pool noodle then... with some furs uh, like glued yeah. onto it that just sort of like pokes at him and he goes yeah. and then it cuts away. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like Butch going. Oh, we should make no. one of these. <laughs> we should make one of these but um, someone else can uh, do the animal handling because I don't like spiders. That's fair. I mean, we don't read, um, but I'll 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 happily operate a pool noodle. Uh, this this is the quote of the day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, if people wanted to 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 hire you for said uh, pool noodle uh, wielding, we'll say, uh, yeah, how would I've, I've got my NVQ level two? <laughs> yep. In pool noodle yeah. wielding. How, how would they get a hold of you? If you want to, f- if you want to get in contact for my pool noodle wielding skills, find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hello Alistair. That's A L A S D A I R. Uh, you can find us here at A W O T M P, a womped, or myself at the Omniarch. You can also catch me on Tanked Up, the podcast all about craft beer and video games every week. And yeah, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see y'all again on episode 22. See ya. Bye. Ain't no fucking Thelma here, man!